Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Here's the 1-1. Hard hit line into left field. That'll get down a base hit. Bogart's rounding third. He's going to score without a play. RBI single, Garrett Cooper. Padres not going quietly in the bottom of the ninth inning, and it's 5-1. to one. <laughs> Everybody sit down now. Uh, that is as much as the Padres' offense could uh, cobble together today. Uh, two of the three hits uh, they got today against the Phillies came with two outs in the ninth inning. The uh, Bogarts double, followed by the Garrett Cooper single there that plated the only run of the afternoon in a 5-1 Philadelphia victory over the San Diego Padres. Welcome into Gwen and Chris, everybody. A very short get-together. Uh, Chris, hello, Matt Scraby. We are uh, in the Odyssey Palace studios, and uh, I'll be here till 6 o'clock. Scraby uh, loves talking Padre baseball with all of you. He's going to stick around until... I love it, too. I don't maybe, know if you do. Yeah, You're not I here do. until 7. I do, but, I, yeah, you know, 6 o'clock is kind of the end of the show. But you're, <laughs> That's not true. You're a terrific guy to stay around for the bonus hour of Matt Scraby between 6 and 7. So uh, you Padre fans uh, can get uh, whatever it is on your chest, off your chest, and uh, discuss it with us. Uh, 833-288-0973 is the phone number. Before we get too far into today's show, many of you are uh, making it home or trying Trying to make it home from work, and uh, you could probably lose a little check of traffic. From the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Traffic Center, part of the premier auto family, here is Kelly Danick. Brought to you by Caltrans, reminding you to avoid the five for a faster ride. Friday, September 8th. Just one trouble spot we're working with right now, northbound side of the 15 and Mira Mesa Boulevard off-ramp. Collision involving a couple vehicles. Beginning 9 p.m. Friday, southbound Interstate 5 will close between Interstate 8 and downtown San Diego until 5 a.m. Monday, September 11th. Use southbound 805 or southbound 163 to avoid delay through downtown. I'm Kelly Danik with Gwyn and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. All right, be careful out there. Uh, take your time and uh, get home safely. Uh, Padres uh, will uh, not be going home. They're going away. They're going to Houston, Texas to uh, start a uh, long road trip. Uh, 21 games left in this uh, miserable season. And it uh, didn't get any better this week as the Phillies take two out of three from the Friars and uh, polish them off today 5-1. to one. Zach Wheeler, who dominated the Padres in Game 1 of the National League Championship Series a year ago at Petco Park, did very much the same 
thing today. Retired the first 11 he faced, then gave up a two-out walk to Juan Soto in the fourth inning, and a bloop single to Manny Machado followed. That would be the only hit that the Padres would get until Bogarts' two-out double in the ninth inning. So there was not much to uh, write home about today, Mr. Scraby. The uh, Phillies uh, post the win. It's an important win for them as they stay a game and a half ahead of the hard-charging Chicago Cubs. Phillies still have the number one playoff a wild card spot. The Cubs are right behind them in the number two spot. And then uh, it gets very interesting. Unfortunately, the Padres are not part of the interesting uh, section here. The Marlins are a half game behind the Reds. Uh, Marlins are currently in their game over the Dodgers 9-1 to now in the fifth inning. So looking like a Marlin victory tonight. The Reds are losing to the uh, Mariners 7-2 to in the sixth inning. So if those two scores hold up, the Marlins will finish the evening in possession of the final wild card spot. In the National League, the Reds would be just a half game back. The Diamondbacks would be one game back. The Giants, who have lost six in a row, they have hit the skids. The Padres sent them reeling here, and they have not recovered from that. The Giants have fallen all the way back to the 500 mark at 70 and 70. They are uh, going to be three games out of a wild card spot. The Padres, seven games out of a wild card spot. And uh, here's the here's the thing: the Padres go 21 and 0. The rest of the way, they still wouldn't get to last year's total of 89 victories. That that came and went a few days ago. Uh, the most the Padres can win this season is 87, which is a far cry from the 92 that baseball pundits had them pegged for at the beginning of this season. They're over-under numbers. Uh, you could get an over-under number on the Padre anywhere from about 89 to 90. And somebody had them as high as 92 for over-under wins. The bottom, they're not going to get to any of those. Do you remember how outraged we were? unbelievable, they, disappointing year. They yeah. only predicted them to win 92 Yeah, what? Games. 92? I mean, <laughs> oh, come on. Man. They just won 89, and they've added and Fernando Tatis Jr., and they've added Xander Bogarts. Are you kidding me? Of course they're going to win over 89. We had pitchforks here in San Diego. We were uh, we were trying to find any odds maker we could, and uh, mm. we were going to string them up for their uh, uh, ridiculous prognostications. Uh, it's just been it's been just an amazingly bad year. Uh, so, and it continued today. There wasn't much to write home about. Uh, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, if you were late to the game today, you probably missed the one thing worth seeing today. I know it didn't happen in the Padres' favor, but that home run he hit today was breathtaking. A 465-foot shot off the batter's eye in dead center field. Uh, it, it was an amazing blow by Kyle Schwarber. And again, I, I, nobody wants to see the other team hit a home run. But every now and again, somebody does something in a baseball game or a sporting event that just makes you drop your jaw. And hitting a ball that far kind of qualifies in that category. It was the fourth longest home run ever hit at Petco Park in That's... the StatCast era. Do you know who hit the longest one? Um, Fran Meal? Kyle Schwarber. I mean, it makes sense because I just did the podcast on him hitting that home run in game... Game one, one of the yes. National League Championship Series last he year. He loves Petco Park. And you know what really drives me insane, Chris, is that Fernando hit a good ball today, got caught at the uh, warning track. Gary Sanchez Gary hit Sanchez one to the wall. One. Got caught Guy there. Guy leaped up and caught that at the wall. Brandon Marsh and his 
his wet hair just flying in the wind. <laughs> I can't stand it's just, his wet it hair. Just, it just, it's just one of those you know things you just keep saying. And, and and how much more bad can happen for the Padres? Well, here's how much more bad can happen for the Padres. Uh, don't even Gary say Sanchez it. suffered a broken wrist when he was hit by a pitch in the eighth inning today, and and, <laughs> and his season is over. I mean the the Sanchez, the one great, the one great addition to this Padre ball club, one of the very few guys along with Hassan Kim who has beyond exceeded expectations this year, and his season comes to an end with 21 games remaining. A broken wrist for Gary Sanchez. Uh, Padres didn't announce necessarily he's out for the season. Hey, what are you talking about? I heard he's scheduled to come back in the NLCS. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm uh, announcing him out for the season. Okay. All right? So uh, the man is not coming back from a broken wrist in the next three weeks. So uh, that's it for Sanchez. It's also the end for G-Man Choi. Not that there was ever a beginning for G-Man Choi. Uh, he was here long enough, I think, to log about 10 at-bats before he got hurt. Uh, rehab assignment in uh, AAA. He suffered a broken ankle last night, and so he is out for the rest of the – it's just I, – I I don't know. I, it, it, it's not Friday the 13th, but this season just has seemed like an entire Friday the 13th. That's and a good way so of putting it. Goes. it. For the uh, beleaguered Padres, they did avoid their 12th time being shut out this season uh, with that RBI hit by Cooper. Two outs in the ninth inning saved them from that uh, that fate. Um, Michael Walker, hey, you know what? I was impressed with him today. And I know that this wasn't a day to be impressed with him because he really struggled. Uh, over four innings, he gave up seven hits. He walked three. There was base runners all over the place. He was one pitch away from getting Bryce Harper out and keeping that a one nothing game on a day when he had nothing. Uh, that's impressive. I mean, Schwarber takes him on the fourth pitch of the game for the longest home run I've ever seen. And then, you know, Walker gets beat around pretty good from there, but he didn't give up any runs. You know, he kept the Padres in the game. I That, to me, is gutty. That, that, people say, well, that's a gutty effort. That is a gutty effort. When you don't have your best stuff, and you somehow keep the team in the game. Unfortunately, Tim Hill comes in, and you know he can't get through the uh, the fifth inning. Gives up two more runs, and now it's five nothing. And that's pretty much all she wrote. The way the Padres are hitting today, but uh, Michael Walker, uh, it's been an amazing year. The last time he suffered a loss, June second. And he suffered the loss today, just his third loss of the season. Um, I am searching and have been searching for good news. I have some. I have some, too. Okay. Do you have the same good news that I do? I don't know. You're looking up at the television screen, which makes me think you might have the same good we news do I then. do. We do then. The Ronald are... Acuna Jr. is the best football or baseball player in my fantasy team. That's, That's not the good news. Oh, okay, okay. Here is the good news. The Braves are losing to the Cardinals 6 nothing right now in the fourth inning, and that means Spencer Strider has given up those six runs. Yes. He gave up four in the first, and he's given up two more since. So uh, if you're looking at the Cy Young award race in the National League, uh, count it as a step back for Spencer Strider today. Blake Snell will get his chance to improve his chances of winning the Cy Young Award 
And uh, that'll be Friday night because he'll pitch the first game of that series in Houston against the Astros. Now, so I, that's I've, about the best I can do on good news today. I've received a few tweets, actually, about uh, the Gary Sanchez and Blake Snell situation. And uh, Libby is saying, who is, is, who is Snell going to pitch to now? Him going for Cy Young is the only thing I'm living for right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a good point, Libby. Uh, Gary Sanchez has been Blake Snell's personal catcher this year. He's not going to be pitching to him anymore so uh yeah it's gonna be Camposano I'm sure they'll bring up Brent Sullivan to back him up but you know uh, Camposano's done a really nice job handling the staff uh, as has Sanchez and Blake Snell's so good that uh you know really it's it would be a poor excuse to say well he didn't win the Cy Young because Gary Sanchez got hurt the final 21 games uh Blake Snell's just gonna go out and keep throwing the ball the same way he's been throwing it and if he has to bounce him in the dirt, then Camposano has to block him the same way Sanchez has been blocking him. Yep. And, you know, as good as Sanchez has been doing at that, uh, he's not the only catcher in baseball that can block a pitch in the dirt. So uh, I, I think Camposano will be fine. I, I think it's something that maybe it's something to talk about. It's something to kick around a little bit. I mean, that's all we're really and I, in and on I appreciate now. Libby for bringing that up because right now. You know, hoping Blake Snell wins the Cy Young Award is about the only thing we may have to take out of this uh, this lost season. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. What else you got? Oh, that, that's it. I just uh, was saying that we could open up the phone lines eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. I think I already said that. Yes, you did. And uh, some people are calling in, so we'll take some phone calls on the flip side of this. Real um, quick, what did you think of the interesting Fernando playing second base thing in the ninth inning? I didn't think much of it. I know you were going to say that, but I, and I'm not trying to start a conspiracy. It's too late in the season. Everything's going too bad for a conspiracy to happen. Yeah, but I why. There was one reason. I mean, Sanchez was out of the game. So they just had so to. So they had to put Camposano in yeah. to the game. And uh, so he went into catch. And uh, Manny's not playing the field right now. Manny's got a sore elbow. So they had to move uh, Kim to third base. They had to move Zokar into right field. And there was really... <laughs> so it was just necessity. They, well, yeah. It was totally necessity. They pinch hit Camposano for batting. Batten was playing third base. Yes. So that meant Camposano caught, Kim went to third, Azokar went to right to replace Sanchez, who's now out of the game with the broken wrist, and somebody had to play second base. So Fernando went and played second base. Who, who else were you going to put in there? The, the only other remote option I could think of was Matt Carpenter, who's played some second base in his career. But I, I think at this, this point, I think career. at this point in his career, probably you know second base not the thing for Matt Carpenter. So yeah, Fernando goes and plays an inning. He's such an amazing athlete. I oh, mean, he can play anywhere. He can go run around, and I think he got a ground ball too. Uh, in he the did. Inning, he actually. So. Um, he actually messed up the transfer for a double play. Ah. And it's just... It, it, well, mean, that's not automatic. He's probably never even done that from Sage before. I guess before. they said he's been taking grounders a second, but you're right. He's probably not done many of that transfer. Not many transfers. Double play things. But it's it's always kind of fun when you see guys that you normally don't see somewhere like out of position. Yeah. Because Fernando, it just looks strange to see him in the infield again, even though he was a shortstop forever. Yeah. Well, when you're uh, losing 5-1, to one, you're getting three hits, your record is 66-75, and 75, and you're seven games out of the wild card in a season that was supposed to be terrific. Fernando running out and playing second base for an inning kind of counts as exciting. It does. So we'll take it. We will take it. <laughs> we'll take whatever we can we, get. We will. But, yeah, I'm not reading too much into that. I mean, the Padres already have enough infielders. I know. Once Cronenworth North gets back and Kim's coming back and Manny will be healthy next year. 
Bogarts, I know everybody can't stand him, but the guy does have uh, two four-hit games in his last four tries out. Uh, so, you know, he's hitting 272 for a guy that you he's completely hate out there. Yeah, uh, Bogarts, 25 doubles. Uh, I know he hasn't hit with runners in scoring position, but I think a lot of that is arbitrary, to be honest with you, and I think that that will hopefully even out next year for Bogarts. But uh he made a hell of a try on that play today on that bouncer in the hole. I know it got past him in a run score. But he was trying to stop it and slide and and get his body turned so he could get a force play at second base. That would have been remarkable had he mm-hmm. been able to pull it off. But anyway, uh, it's been the story of this season, and that is uh, not very much good news. All no, right, uh, 833-288-0973. When we come back, uh, we are on the eve of the beginning of the National Football League season for 2023. Tomorrow night right here on 97.3 The Fan following our program. The Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs will open the uh, the latest National Football League season. There are a lot of NFL notes to get to on the eve of the start of the season. Who's playing, who isn't. We'll get into some of that and your phone calls when Gwen and Chris continues. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, quick get-together. Scraby will hang around till 7 o'clock. So if you uh, get on the line to uh, call in, he'll take all your phone calls before it's all over. Uh, Chris Hello here, Matt Scraby there, Gwen and Chris. 97.3 The Fan, of course, uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. is on his way to Houston. Just like that. I mean, they don't mess around. No, Game's it's over. really quick. They pack up, they get on the bus, they head to the airport, and uh, they're probably already in the air. They probably are. Dave Marcus is very stressed at the end of games. He's told me before he has like 15 minutes to oh, get yeah, his equipment Oh, yeah, pack up downstairs. all his gear, and they're not going to wait around for Dave Marcus. <laughs> they, should. Gonna, they should. He's, he's the, the longest most... tenured employee. <laughs> right, and without him, none of us get to find out what happens in the game. That's true. When you get to Houston. The team is off tomorrow. Start the uh, three-game series with the Astros on Friday. Blake Snell will be on the hill. If you're just tuning in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Padres lost again. 5-1 to the Phillies today. Padres did not score until a two-out single by Garrett Cooper in the bottom of the ninth. That was pretty much all they got off the Phillies today. Only three hits total 
for the Friars. Michael Walker gave up a uh, a huge home run to Kyle Schwarber leading off the ball game, 465 feet, the fourth longest in the history of Petco Park. The record holder, glad you asked, it's Kyle Schwarber. Hit one 488 feet off of Darvish last year in the NL Championship Series. But, man, he really conked that one today as well. Uh, you mentioned Fran Mill. The Franimal, he does have the second longest home run in the history of Petco Park. The only reason I remember is because I think you've been talking about that home run for years. Yes, he bounced it out by the... over the uh, center field bleachers, and yeah. it was rolling out into the gas lamp somewhere. <laughs> uh, Fran Mill, that was an an, an incredible blow. Yes, uh, way back in the ninety seven three. The fan is brought to you by Hint Water. Hint Water, it's delicious. It's fruit infused water with zero sugar, uh, or diet sweeteners. Uh, doesn't have those. Uh, Hint is uh, water with a touch of true flu- uh, fruit flavor. More than twenty five delicious flavors in stores. Or at hintwater.com in the uh, second hour of the show, Scraby's going to detail all 25 delicious well, flavors for you. I was just thinking, I'm a big uh, uh, infused water guy now. Are you? So, is that a good, is that because the... I'm trying to drink more water. It, good. Like, it's not easy to drink a ton of water. It's not. But you need but I'm to. Trying. It's a good thing for it's Speaking good. Speaking of, it's I don't even know where my water is now. Uh, well, let's stop the show. Hang on a second. Everybody just uh, sit tight. we got to find oh, Scraby's water. Found it. Good. Uh, all right. Uh, I we're gonna. I want to get to some phone calls, but I I really want to uh, just give everybody an update on the NFL news because it's kind of big stuff on the eve of the start of the NFL season. Can you just give me a little NFL music just to make me feel better? Because just I I, I feel I, bad for the phone callers. I know they're hanging in. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. get to them. I, I promise. I promise. But there's a lot you, of people. You better that, now that you promise. There's a lot of people that want to know, you know, what who they should play in their fantasy football game, and the whole thing starts tomorrow. And guess what? If you own Travis Kelsey as your tight end, I do. You don't know what to do. Yeah, because he's officially been listed as questionable now for tomorrow night's game against the Detroit Lions. He hyperextended his knee during practice yesterday. He has inflammation. The team says it believes that his ACL is intact. Uh, Kelsey's brother, Philadelphia Eagles center, Jason Kelsey, said he's got some swelling going on. From what we know right now, the knee is fine. I, I don't know if he's going to play or not. And I, either do you. And he's on your team. And you that's, that's one of the toughest deals for fantasy football, is to have a superstar like that. If you don't put him in your lineup and he plays, he'll have three touchdowns. Oh, you're just no, you're yeah, you're just miserable. But if you do put him in and then they decide, nah, gonna, I'm gonna rest him tonight. I will never. Then you're forget. really living at that too. I will never. So what forget can you do? When I had Brandon Marshall on my team, yeah, Brandon Marshall, the wide receiver. And he was playing the 49ers, and his ankle was so bad, they said there's zero chance he plays on Sunday night football. So I replaced him. Three touchdowns in yeah. that game. Yeah. So I'm not sure what to tell you if you're a Travis Kelsey uh, fantasy owner out there. If you are a Cooper Cup fantasy owner, I have worse news, but at least you know yes, what you the do. news is. Yeah, true. Because of his hamstring injury, he has been ruled out of Sunday's Rams opener against the Seattle Seahawks. So those are two of the bigger fantasy football players out there. Huge. And Kelsey is questionable. Cup is a no-go for the opening weekend of the season. There was one other big NFL note today. Scraby, do you want to tell us what it was? Yes. Go ahead. The San Francisco 49ers have extended 
Nick Bosa, five years, $170 million, making him the highest paid defensive player in football. Rumble and bumble and stumble it. You're so excited about this. And you well, hate I, when guys make a lot of money, but you are ecstatic no. to have uh, Nick Bosa back in your lineup. Yes, I'm excited about that. But I did say when I came in here that I'm usually against guys making a ton of money like this, but... There's a couple guys in the NFL on the defensive side that probably deserve you something like this. You think he's like enough this. of a game changer? I think he's in the top three. All right. And, and the, the Chiefs guy, uh, which one? They're, they're always holding out in, in Kansas City. Uh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. He's very good as well. He's very good, but he's still holding out. He so is. He's, he is. Probably, he's probably, he's definitely a no-go for week he said, one. Uh, he said, I, and I just read the headline in like the first couple lines of the article, but he said he's just asking for a raise, Chris. Just wants a raise. Wants like, I mean, but you have a contract that you agreed to. Like a $10 raise? Is that all he's after? You know what happens when I ask for a raise? <laughs> I'm <laughs> they, told. They tell you to come into work and I, shut up. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, non-quarterback Nick Bosa is the highest paid player in NFL history now, averaging $34 Wait. million dollars a year. I didn't see it was NFL history. NFL history. He Oof. set the new standard for contracts among wow. non-quarterbacks okay. in the history of the National Football League. He surpasses Aaron Donald and Tyreek Hill in that category. Anyway, uh, so there's your NFL news and no votes. Get you ready for opening night. We've got the uh, Lions and the Chiefs coming up on 97.3 The Fan tomorrow night. You can listen on your way home. Have you seen the Manning Cast commercial that they have uh, out there? I haven't because it's... I don't get ESPN. Uh, no, 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 I, no. I don't it's... know if you've checked if you're aware of that I yet. It, I, I, it's on social media, but it's hilarious because it's Eli and Peyton right. interviewing guests for the season. <laughs> and they're like, Jared Goff is like, hey, my name is Jared Goff. I'm a quarterback. They're like, we like quarterbacks. We're good with that. Yeah, they have. A, it's pretty funny. So go look I for love it. the Manning Cast, but I Alas, I can't watch the Manning cast or anything that has to do with ESPN because I am a Spectrum customer. And I want it on record. If anybody out there is thinking of taking their family to Disney this weekend, this week, this month, don't do it. Why? Just for me. Oh, boycott oh. Disney. Oh, I see. I see. Boycott Disney until oh, okay. they cave in and give us our ESPN back well, on Spectrum TV. You know what Disney did also today, and then we're going to get to the callers. What? Disney also uh, lowered the price of Disney Plus to, I saw a price of one ninety nine to try to lure people in. But that doesn't help us, Chris, because it doesn't get us ESPN back. Disney Plus doesn't get ESPN. So no. uh, don't it's fall for the, for me. Do not fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Do yes. not order Disney Plus. Do not take any of your family members to Disneyland until further notice. You know what? Don't even don't even say the word Disney until we get ESPN back. Come on, we got to get it back, and it's going to be forever. I know it is. Oh, it's never coming back. I- <laughs> it's never coming. Never's back. a long time. I can't believe I'm never going to see ESPN programming again in my life. Uh, no, I'm saying it probably will never come back to Spectrum because I've been reading things that these these two guys are like at an impasse. They're like, okay, well, if you're not going to come to my price and I'm not going to come to your price, well, then we'll just not have it ESPN on our thing. Because Spectrum is one of the largest cable carriers in the country, so it will hurt Disney if they don't have ESPN. Anyway, this is another conversation. I hope you're uh, – I, I just hope these people uh, – you know, can understand the catastrophe that they have created for people like me <laughs> in the world of sports viewing. Yes. I mean, come on. ESPN? I can live without that.
I can. But... I guarantee you Vince and Chula Vista couldn't live without it. That's why he's on the <laughs> phone right now. Hi, Vince. How are you, man? Good to talk to you. It's been a long, a long time, and it's been a long season. Hey, boys. It, it, it really has been. I've been doing um, a lot of travel. But also, it's awfully difficult to call in. It's been, you know, a really, really hard year predicated on the expectations that we all had. They were all real expectations. And you know what I decided to do a few weeks back was just kind of divorce myself from it completely and just cheer them on. And I found that at least my baseball psyche got better with just doing that. And so <laughs> now where they are doing what they're doing, what I think they do now is just, you know, ease off the gas. They're in mile 11 of a half marathon. I used to run half marathon, so I know the pain that mile 11 happens to have for me in a half marathon. They're kind of in that part. And, and so ease up, start to walk. Let's not get anybody else hurt. They should shut Darvish down for the rest of the year. They should shut Musgrove down for the for the rest of the year. Um, Cronenworth, no no reason to bring him back. Manny, no reason to, to put him at third if he's hurt. Just have him DH, that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, start to start to get ready for the decisions that have to be made in the offseason. The signing of Snell, I think, is important. I think the signing of Hader, I think, is important. We, I think they still have control of Soto, so they, they have some time there. They need to get at least, I think, one more front-line credible starting pitcher um, some a couple of really good middle relief and a couple of, of credible, credible bench guys to, to come in. I know that that's easier to say and, and much more difficult to do, but it's going to be really interesting to watch over the offseason. And I'll leave you with this. You guys may get a kick out of this. So my sports life has been really, really good. My oldest son, Mitchell, he directs social media for ESPN. Oh. And so he's up in L.A. He's up in L.A. Live. That's where his office is. And, um, you, you know, and, and so, you know, I get the swag. Every Christmas there's something ESPN-ish under the tree for me. My And my youngest son is a pod squad member. And so Terrific. I get to see him do the, the pod squad. You know, I'm a season ticket holder, so I get to see it quite often. It's a heck of a lot of fun. And, and Spectrum they committed the cardinal sin, boys. They really, really did. You know what that is? What? They pissed off the mouse. You cannot oh. <laughs> piss off the mouse. You can't do it. Mitchell tells me that routinely. You cannot do it. And um, one of the most enjoyable things for me this whole year is getting to, to chat with you guys from from time to time, along with, with Tony. Please know this. You guys are the best. I I hear it in New York. I hear you guys travel quite a bit, so I get to hear quite a bit. You guys um, are immensely talented. I hope you know that. And and so thank you for what you do. Thanks for having me on um, when when I do get an opportunity to call in. I really do appreciate that. And uh, I'm sure I'll call in before the the real end of the year. But thanks for having me. Hey, thank you, oh, man. Thanks, as man. always. That was very, very cool. Nice. Uh, tell your uh, ESPN son to uh, please send uh, Scraby and I a picture of the ESPN <laughs> logo just so I can see it from time to time. Can I mean, your I'm son, having withdrawals. Can your son go talk to the mouse and say, hey, 
just just come to a decision. I don't think the I don't think the I don't think anybody has the power to overturn the mouse. Yeah, is what You're Vince is saying. Right. So thanks, Vince. All right, thanks, Vince. Appreciate it. That's uh, yeah. It's this whole ESPN thing. I, I'm not. I know I'm not the only one. I'm speaking for all of us out there that are going through this, and it's coming up on a week now. I mean, I wouldn't have thought I could have made it through an hour. So, I mean, that's kind of the good news is that I've survived this long. But it's really, you know, it's ruined my viewing habit. I, I love watching the U.S. Open tennis. And I was that's just been about to say, at least you're ex- not missing anything with the U.S. Open tennis. <laughs> well, I kind of am because I like that. And, uh, no, I get it. You know, I mean, I haven't really been able to watch one match. Uh, uh, Madison Keys, by the way, just knocked off of Sova, the Wimbledon champ. So Madison Keys is into the semifinals on the women's side, and it's possible you could have an all-United States final on the women's side because Coco Goff is on one side of the bracket, and uh, now uh, Madison Keys is on the other side of the bracket in the semifinals. So I I wish I could see more of the... uh, of the U.S. Open, I'm going to miss Monday Night Football. I'm going to miss There's Peyton no and way Eli. I'm doing that. I, I will. Right, I, they're not going to bring it back. Right, I'm going to stay they're, here and watch it. You're going to just stay here and watch. Yeah, that's true. I can stay here and watch it here. We can go to Bootlegger. We can go to Bootlegger. We can, we can go, go to Happy to, Does. Uh, Happy Does. Yeah, Monday nights, you and I are going to have to just go out and do something because I, there's no way I can miss every Monday Night Football game the whole no, year. No, not absolutely. That's not. just crazy. That is crazy. That's just insanity. And they're not going to – you're right. I mean, I'm I'm dug in for the long haul in the sense of not expecting these multi-billionaires to come to any kind of an agreement. Me too. Uh, who am I going to? Let's go to Kathy. She's yeah, in Kathy. All right. How are you, Kathy? Well, I didn't get to listen to most of the game because, unfortunately, I think the judge probably would have gotten mad at me if I was – You were in court today? Weird noises. I had jury duty. Oh, oh, jury duty. Doing your civic duty. That away, Kathy. Good yeah. for you. And you did Did you mm. get on a, a trial or anything, or did they release you? Well, I have to go back tomorrow. Oh, and come on. See if wow. I'm, yeah. To see Certain if people have all the luck, the Kathy. Selection to late. Yeah. Certain people I'm have all the luck. Can't, can't, you just, can't you just, like, <laughs> tell them that you believe in something that you don't actually believe in so they don't select you for the jury? Isn't that how it works? Well, some of the people, some of the people that came before me, some of the stuff that they were saying to the judge, she was basically didn't care. She's like, "Yeah, you guys, that's not a hardship." So, too bad. <laughs> okay. <You're staying."> yeah. <laughs> I always just walk into the jury room and say, "I think everybody should guilty and should be put away for life." I'm like, arrest that man. Arrest them all. <laughs> and that usually yeah, gets me. Out I don't of think it. She'll, they'll buy it anymore. Yeah. But I, I was going. I told Scraby I was going to try and come see you guys last Friday because I was down at the Omni, but. Unfortunately, a nap went out in that case. So yeah, that's okay. I took a nap instead. How have you? Uh, how have you, as one of the great Padre fans, survived this season? I mean, it's not been easy for any of us. No, it hasn't. But you know, what season has, except for last year? Well, as a Padre fan, you say it's not the world's worst thing I've ever heard. There's been many, many (laughs) disappointing Padre seasons. So maybe that we should just, you know. Goes along with the territory. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, yeah, Kathy. Typical but... Padres season. So, I mean, you know, Chris, you've been watching them for a long time, too. So I oh, like, I have. I've definitely been watching them a long time. Kathy, what's the it's most important year. off-season move for the Padres? 
Well, I mean, it looks like we might. I mean, you think we're going to have to find another catcher with Sanchez having a broken wrist? I mean, I don't think so. No, no, no he'll be he'll no. be healthy. Yeah. Uh, the question, really, I mean, Sam Levitt brought this up on the pre on the post game show is. Did Sanchez do enough to get himself a contract somewhere else? Oh, oh, where he didn't even think mm, about that. You know, where he would yeah. be kind of the everyday guy. Because I, I really think if Sanchez stays and Camposano stays, then they probably both play eighty-one games next year. Yeah, because they're about equal in my mind. Yeah. So, thank right, you, Kathy. Kathy. Thanks. We got to get to the top of the hour, but Scraby's going to hang in for a bonus hour of Gwen and Chris. Stick around for that. Back tomorrow, I will, at uh, 2 o'clock, ahead of the Thursday night football opener. So make sure you tune in for NFL opening day tomorrow. Phillies over the Padres 5-1. to one. That was the lousy news today out at Petco Park. We'll talk to you mañana, everybody. Wins. I know that they don't have as many wins if Gary Sanchez never comes to this team and catches fire like he has. And that, what Chris said there at the end of the five o'clock hour about uh, whether or not he's played himself into a contract with another team. That scares me because he probably has played himself into a contract with another team. There's a team out there who's thinking, okay, the Padres got him. They paid him nothing. He's back. So why don't we bring him in and see what he can do for us? And you got to feel good for Gary Sanchez. You have to feel really good for Gary Sanchez. That guy, uh, he he faced some tough times. He was out of baseball. He was on a bunch of different teams. You got to give him a lot of credit for being able to uh, come to the Padres and keep the focus that he needed to with his career to kind of turn it around because that's not easy to do. You know, there's a lot of disappointment in Gary Sanchez, or there was for himself a disappointment up until he got this opportunity with the Padres because he was nowhere before the Padres. And he was also on a couple teams this year. So. Teams missed out on him, but he he definitely did his thing for the Padres, and uh, we're going to be talking about that a lot over the offseason. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Dave in Spring Valley. Dave, what's up? Not much, Matty. Hey, do you, you got to check your um, Instagram DM. I sent you a little joke that I started around school today, and it's kind of funny. So if you want to check that out while I'm talking to you, I'm I, I, like the guy um, Vicar said, I'm not giving up on them. I'm finding a new way to cheer on baseball in San Diego. And that's, I have hope. I've had friends that play for the Padres and all that stuff. And so I can't give up on them yet. I just love the game. The only two teams I hate are the Braves, oh, the Yankees and the Dodgers. So those uh, Yankees are out. So that's good. But let's get the Dodgers out of it at least. Come on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always want the Dodgers out of it. Thank you for the phone call, Dave. I'm looking at your uh, text or your your Instagram message at Matt Scraby if you want to follow me or Instagram message me. But it says, "Did you hear that they are changing the name of the roller coaster at Belmont Park, changing it to the San Diego Pod or the San Diego Padres 2023 season?" I think that's pretty fitting, Dave. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's been a huge roller coaster. It is up and down. Yep. I mean, they've had points where you think that they're going to turn it around. They've had points where you think that they're never going to win a game again. And at least we didn't get sick on this season. <laughs> Wait, sorry, say that again? At least we didn't get sick on this roller coaster. That is true. That's a good point. Thank you, Dave, for always pointing out the positive. You didn't uh, throw up on this roller coaster ride. I feel like a few Padres fans may have thrown up somewhere uh, it, along the, the way, but Dave, i got to say, that really does capture the essence of the Padres season. It's just been a roller coaster, and it's going to continue to be a roller coaster until it's over. Um, I, I hope that 
yeah, I don't, and I'm not saying that any of the players are not going to play out the rest of the games. I saw that Fernando's really uh, excited to play out the rest of the season. Sam Sam Levitt asked him the other day in the clubhouse about having a full off season, being healthy. Because if you if you don't remember when he got suspended last year, he also ended up uh, getting surgery on some of the stuff that he needed. I know for sure it was his shoulder. And so he was rehabbing from his surgeries uh, on his uh, shoulder and I believe his wrist from that accident. But he was not able to train as well and as hard as he wanted to. And so he is looking forward to having an offseason where he can just train and he can just get ready for next year. But he still has some things to do this year. I think that if he is able to, you know, it, what? How many home runs does he have now? Well, that one today was should have been another home run because it was caught right at the fence, which was very annoying because he hit a very Tatisian blast. I'll steal that from the Yankees, and it just ended up dying at the track. And I don't understand how it dies at the track because it seems like every other hitter is able to figure it out and get it out of the ballpark. He's ha- he has a uh, twenty three home runs this year, so. He has a real good chance of hitting 25 home runs, and he has a real good chance of stealing. Oh, he's already stolen 25 bases with the steal uh, the other day. So he has a good chance of going 25-25. And for a guy who hadn't played baseball in over a year and a guy who is um, started the, the, the season 20 games late, didn't even really get into the swing of things until they put him in the lineup in Arizona – I think that he's done really well this year, and I think that he's just going to get better next year. He's still Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, Let me see where we're at. Let's take one more phone call, and then I'll get to some extra phone calls on the other side. If you have anything to say about the Padres today, they fall to the Phillies 5-1. to They lose the series, and uh, things are looking bleak. So if you have anything to say, 833-288-0973. Let me ask uh, some of you out there. What's the most important decision the Padres have in the offseason? Is it a managerial decision? Is it a general manager decision? Is it roster decisions? Let me know, 833-288-0973, and we will talk about it together. But before I go to break, let's go to Peter in Cardiff. He's been holding for a little bit. Thank you for holding, Peter. What's going on? Well, I um, you know, I think you got your rose-colored glasses on on the Padres this year. I'm a diehard Padre fan. But they have been so underwhelming. You know, if I hear any more about the big four uh, without mentioning um, Hassan Kim, I mean, Hassan Kim has had an incredible year. And, you know, he's dipped a couple, the last couple of games. But, I mean, his season with his war, B-war stat, um, and so consistent has been. And and then there's just the mistakes. I mean, I think it's the players are – these big four have not played consistently, and it's it's it can it can be ruled nothing else but a you know an absolute disappointment because um, and you know that how many games have they won when they're you know one game differentials? Or what, you mean one one run? Yeah, one. I mean, yeah. how many one run losses? Yeah, they I mean, have? it's it's they're like I, I don't have the number off the top of my head, but like six and twenty four maybe. Something close to that. And the base running all season and just, you know, when they had big games, none of these, quote, big four have, you know, collectively risen to the occasion. I mean, Bogarts had four hits last night. But, 
it's just when the money's when the chips are down, the big money players have not performed all year. I will 100% agree with you on that, Peter. They have not performed this year, and I, I, we've said that on this show a lot. I'm just curious, where do I have my rose-colored glasses on the most, do you think? Well, I, you know, it's been an up-and-down season, and, and um, you know, Fernand, Fernando's been a disappointment. You think? Uh, he, swung, he swung for the fences. Wait, they've all swung for the fences, which is a coaching issue, you know? They have not played, you know, collective ball. And Fernando's had throwing errors. And, you know, it just when the, when the big clutch games were needed to, to get to 500, I don't think anybody got them, got there. And they just had, you know, when the, when the chips were down, they really had to perform. I think that's where they, that the rose-colored glasses, I'm not saying it directly to you, but no, I mean, I know. the I whole know. town, the whole town has been, and all, you know, nobody talks about Hassan Kim, who's been, I mean, he's kind of the, he's the ultimate star. He's got the best batting average. You know, he's, how many home runs has he hit this year? 20? Yeah, I think he has over 20 home runs. Um, Peter, I, I, I think you, your call is very, very, it's thought provoking because I, I do think that Fernando has had a good year. There are certain points where he definitely has not, but you're saying about throwing errors. Do you think that he, for, for a guy who's never played right field in the professional level, don't you think he had a pretty good year in right field? Well, I think he's a good right fielder and he's got a great arm, but he's made some mistakes. And, and um, uh, I mean, they've just been, and you know, another interesting stat, you know, the, they have the big year last year. What was the one, Matt, what was the one missing agreement that wasn't there last year that was there this year? Uh, you got me. What is it? Fernando. Oh, well, duh. Yeah. Um, so you, wait, well, wait, wait. Yeah. So you're saying that maybe Fernando is the issue here? Well, I think there could be some chemistry issues in the, in the clubhouse with Fernando and various other big players. Yeah. I think they could be questioning who is the real – leader of the team. I think that's diluted it. And hmm. um, I mean, but, you know, they had a disastrous year and was it 21 or 20? It was 21. 21, yeah, 21. Year, yes. You know, when Fernando is, I, I think, you know, I, if I were the management, I, I would look at that. And, um, and I think Bob Melville's a little lackadaisical. I, there's just a lot of stars that aren't performing. And I don't know if they're not controllable or whatever the issue is, but, when the chips were down, they had to win some big games or big series. They just, pardon my pun, petered out. I mean, they they really <laughs> I, did not perform in it. I appreciate your pun, Peter. That was very good. Uh, and very good phone call. I, I agree. They have not lived expectations this year. And you're right. Every time they had a big game this year, it didn't seem like they could win. And that is a problem, especially with, and I know you're not going to like this, Peter, especially with the big four. Being paid what they are and being in doing what they're doing, they have not come through either. And, and there's been so many things that have just gone wrong this year. Hassan Kim, we've talked about Hassan Kim is not going. To, he he is great. He is a good player, and he has 17 home runs this season, which is probably right around where they thought he was going to be, maybe 15 to 17. But Hassan Kim. <sighs> He's great, but he's not going to change the outcome of an entire season with his play. He's a great fifth of the big four. Um, but right now, you're right. Hassan Kim has been the MVP of the season so far. He's been great. 
Uh, he's been the only bright spot here in the second half. So, you know what, Peter? You, you, you gave me some things to think about here in the break. So I'm going to go to break, and we're going to come back. We have more Padres talk, 833-288-0973. What do you think about the Padres going forward? What's their biggest move in the offseason? Do you think Fernando's the problem? Peter brought that up, and I'm not trying to pick on you, Peter. I'm just saying it's a it's an interesting conversation. So you uh, all can call in 833-288-0973, and while you're doing that, we are going to check your traffic report. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey everybody, Matt Scraby here with you. I went to break way too late last uh, segment, so hopefully Adam's not listening, our boss. Listen to Sam Levitt's podcast, Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam will cover everything going on with the Padres. Find it at 973thefansd.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, final episode of 12 Games in October has been released you can uh, go and listen to that one. It's episode 12, game five of the NLCS. The season last year was over for the Padres. Uh, so you can go and listen to that if you go to the Odyssey app or 973thefansd.com or you just search 12 games in October in your podcast app. It's a it's a, a podcast that I put together telling the story of the Padres' 2022 postseason. Uh, when I came up with this idea, I thought this whole thing would have been a nice podcast to get everyone excited about the 2023 postseason, but it's not working out that way. But it's still up there for you to listen to. So go please and li- go please listen to it, download it, give me some reviews on Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Also, make sure you listen to the Odyssey app you subscribe to Gwen and Chris. We got a lot of phone calls in the break, so I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's go to our longest holding caller, which will be Danny and Escondido. Danny, you are on. Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan, how are you? Hey, it's Gravy. I'm doing good. You know, uh, like a lot of Padres fans, uh, feeling a lot of emotions. Uh, and, you know, I kind of want to talk about, like, as we talk about the future of the team and next year, you know, obviously the biggest emotion is disappointment, but... I do want to mention, like, as a Padres fan, seeing the unbridled optimism at the beginning of the year, there's an element of how glad I am that this team at least tried, right? Like, all you can do is try to put the best team out there that you can, and we have a team that's spending money on our team. I don't pay those contracts, so I don't care what they make. So as we look to the future, I want them to keep trying. As long as this team keeps trying to put the best team together – my one bit of advice is maybe don't get any more infielders because I feel like we have enough, and I feel like every time we get one, it does 
mess with the chemistry a little bit. But what makes you think? That, no, I'm just, just kidding. You know, like, I'm looking for this team to keep trying, keep tinkering, because if they if they just get complacent, that's when I will be angry. I'm not angry about this team yet, but just disappointed. All right, Danny, that's an interesting phone call. Um, I like that because it is something that you see around baseball where teams just aren't spending money on their players. You see it with the A's. That's an easy one to go to. The A's right there. They're not spending any money. And, you know, maybe, what, 10 years ago, the Padres weren't spending any money either. Um, Maybe a little bit longer than that ago. And so I I like what you're saying, Danny, that it's – you know, it's disappointing, but at the same time, they put themselves in a place where they could have a deep postseason run. I know that's what we thought before the year. It's not going to happen, but uh, they are trying, and they, are, they aren't they are just using smoke and mirrors to try and um, get the big, big contracts into the Padres organization. They're definitely going out there and they are trying to sign players that are going to help this team immediately, which is part of it's part of what the Padres are going through is that they their window is right now. And if they're not going to take advantage of their window, then why are they going to continue building this team for right now instead of building it for the future? So I, I think that the Padres are going directly into uh, their window, or uh, let me let me start that over. I think that the Padres needed players that can play every single day and are already major league ready so that they're not relying on someone that you have no idea what they're going to give you throughout a full season. And I know that the numbers have been up and down for Xander Bogarts, Manny Machado, Fernando, Juan Soto. Hassan Kim's numbers are way up, but I do think even though the contracts are a little confusing at times, they are signing guys that are ready to win right now. So maybe that was some of their thought process coming into the season, but Danny, good phone call. Uh, I appreciate your outlook on things. And I know that uh, I had a caller telling me I had rose colored glasses on and that wasn't Peter actually calling me or saying I have rose colored glasses on, but this is just how personally I I, I root for sports. I'm not going to get too down uh, it's just sports, and I know that it's more than that to a lot of people, and it pays my bills, so I do love sports, but in the end, life is going to go on, and so that's kind of how I view things. So if you think that I'm being too positive, that's where I'm coming from. I mean, everybody knows my past, or not everyone, but some people know my past of being a recovering alcoholic. There were there were dark days for me years and years ago. There were very dark days. And so I made a choice to be more positive in my life. And I'm not trying to lecture anyone on this, but I just wanted to say that's where I'm coming from. But uh, we ha- we do have a-, a caller. Cash, you're on. You have some criticisms of the team, so I'm-, I'm willing to hear them and talk about them. What's up? Criticisms is based on contracts. I believe the contracts were done inappropriately for the duration of time. When you have a player that's going to be 30, years old and they still have a contract for how many years, how can you advance? And at some juncture, you can't go back and revamp long-term contracts. No, you so can't. The mistakes, they've made, the mistakes that they have made continue to be being made. Um, I, I, I've never been a fan of certain players, and I, I'll be specific, uh, Machado. I, I think he's an arrogant person um, with his I am effing Manny Machado, and at this juncture, when he's playing as poorly as his, 
everyone kisses his tail and says, oh, he's got a knee injury. He's got a pimple on his butt. You know what? You signed a contract for that much. Don't make excuses for a guy. Either play him or get rid of him. So I appreciate the, the your, your format and what's going on, but I think sometimes people just don't realize that, you know, the administration or the, 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 the headliners uh, who own this team have made many, many mistakes, and it's going to continue. Well, I'll, pu- him shit. I'll push back real quick, Cash, on the on the contracts. The contracts, the long-term contracts, I, I'm personally not a fan of long-term contracts because you never know what someone's going to give you 10 years into a contract. I'm not, I'm not someone who wants that. But that was the trend in baseball. And so if you're not going to give these guys the long-term contracts, then you're not going to sign them because that's what they want. So what can be done to compete if you're not going to give guys long-term contracts? Well, again, look at the Dodgers. Look at some of the players who have been out there who have signed short-term contracts that are still producing. We have a bunch of guys that we have a great team on paper. But paper doesn't win a pennant. That's really what it boils down to. So I think at some juncture, you should have to be able to get rid of some of these guys, move them, bench them, or do whatever. But I, I, I've seen it time and time again. I'm, I'm, I'm an older guy, born and raised in Chicago. I watched the Cubs flounder for how many years, and then they finally won. So there, there comes a point where you just have to say, what's important? What are we paying? And the guys who aren't producing, you need to get rid of. And and you talk about Hassan Kim. I think he's one of the greatest ball players I've ever seen. But he doesn't get the recognition because he's not a Machado. I think Soto's playing well. I think Bogart is a phenomenal ball player. These are guys I would keep. There's, like I said, Machado, I would get rid of him. I honestly would. But that's me. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, I hear the talk, but I don't see the walk. So at some point, where are we going to change this to make it work? And I, I know fans have favorites. Tatis, look at the deal you signed with him. They got a bargain on him, and he's young. So by the time his contract's over, what's the difference? It's not going to matter. I agree with that, yeah. They gave him, I think, 13 years when he was younger. So appreciate the phone call, Cash. Um, well thought out, and – the Manny Machado. I know that there are uh, Padres fans split on Manny Machado. I'm not going to talk about you know him being arrogant or whatever because I don't actually know him. But I will talk about this season, and this season has not been Manny Machado's best. And I remember we went down to Tony, Chris, and I went down to the dugout to interview Manny last year, right before the All Star break, and the Padres were kind of floundering a little bit. And we asked Manny, you know, why should Padres fans hang around? And he said. You don't want to be – he basically says, like, you don't want to be left off that train. And I understand that that's kind of a – it's not a good answer because it's not like a, an answer that's giving you any insight into what they're going to do to keep, to win. But last year, the Padres did end up making the playoffs, and they went to the NLCS, so he was right there. Uh, I think that this year in the contract itself, I think it's 11 or 12 years. I, numbers always float around my head. And I forget the exact number, but it's 11 or 12 years. It's over $300 million. And I was talking about when I came in here at 6 p.m., I think that if Manny doesn't sign this contract before the year, this year is just dominated by will Manny return talk. 
Is Manny going to opt into his contract? Is he going to opt out? Is he going to be a Padre? And I think that would have been far more distracting than than anything. And if you pile that on with the distraction of Manny's contract and his status with the Padres on top of this season, it would have been 10 times worse. Um, I don't have an issue with them offering Manny Machado a contract because of the way that he had played the year before and he was in MVP talks and we all kind of thought that Manny was going to have an MVP year this season. So I understand why people don't want some of these guys on the team, but Manny Machado this year, he has not shown me that he's an 11 year, $330 million guy, but other years he has shown me that. Last year he has shown me that. And really the jury for me will be out next year. How does he follow up a year like this? Does he follow up next year with a career year? Or does he do more of the same? And next year is going to tell me a lot about a lot of these guys who signed the big contracts. I feel like, and I don't know why, I don't know Xander Bogarts, but every time I've been in the clubhouse, he's very. he seems like a, he seems like a very um, no-nonsense guy. So I fully expect him to come next year and be way better than he was this year. Uh, I I would expect that for Manny too, but I just don't know. And we're all going to have to watch and see what happens next year with their, with their performances. Uh, Because if they follow up this year with uh, next year, and it's got to, it's got to all be torn down and rebuilt and something's got to happen. But then you have all those contracts and, and we could just spend hours talking about some of the things that they would have to do, but we're not there yet. And cash, I appreciate you calling in and giving me your opinion because it did lead to some good conversation. All right, Matt Scary, back with you here in the 97.3, the fan studios, the Odyssey, uh, is it the, the Odyssey palace? It's not the empire. It's the Odyssey palace. We haven't said that in a little bit. And we, we need to bring that back. But let's go back to the phones because we got a limited time here left on the show. Let's go to Don. He's been holding for a very long time. Thank you, Don, for the phone call. What's up? Hey, thank you. Hey, I want to talk about the chemistry. Remember when Manny uh, Machado got all over Tatis on TV? And, I and, do. Uh, they got a little bit of a beef there. I do. Tatis hasn't forgot that. Okay, and and what we got to realize is Tatis is never going to be the ball player he was when he was on steroids. It gives you ten to fifteen percent of everything. It's called it's human growth hormones, or however you want to, however they say it. It gives you that much more. How many balls have been to the fence and robbed from Tatis this year? About twelve. I will that push back on that about, and say. That, there's a lot of other players on this team that have hit balls to the fence and they have just not had the power to go over. Yeah, but 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 those guys that they they're still hitting their 25, 27. But what I'm saying is he's about 12 to 14 shy. He's he's never looked bad on balls away because when you're when your hands are 15% quicker, you can let that ball travel that much farther to identify it and then drive it if it stays in the zone. So he's not going to be the same player. His attitude is the same as, as it's always been. He's, he's, he looks good in the show, but all you have to do is look at the dancing in the offseason when he was dancing and full of himself and partying, wrecking the motorcycle. He, he hasn't grown up, and him and Manny don't get along. They're not going to get along. The Latin ego is not having it. That's why Manny's upset. He doesn't look the same. Everybody forgot Manny's last last season how he carried the ball club without Tatis 
okay? He just put him on his shoulder and took us to the playoffs. He'll do expectations this year, and you're right. Every time they had a big game this year, it didn't seem like they could win, and that is a problem, especially with, and I know you're not going to like this, Peter, especially with the big four, being paid what they are, and being in doing what they're doing, they have not come through either. And, and there's been so many things that have just gone wrong this year. Hassan Kim, we've talked about. Hassan Kim is not going. He he is great. He is a good player, and he has 17 home runs this season, which is probably right around where they thought he was going to be, maybe 15 to 17. But Hassan Kim, he's great, but he's not going to change the outcome of an entire season with his play. He's a great fifth of the big four. Um, but right now, you're right. Hassan Kim has been the MVP of the season so far. He's been great. Uh, he's been the only bright spot here in the second half. So, you know what, Peter? You you, you gave me some things to think about here in the break. So I want to go to break, and we're going to come back. We have more Padres talk, 833 what do you think about the Padres going forward? What's their biggest move in the offseason? Do you think Fernando's the problem? Peter brought that up, and I'm not trying to pick on you, Peter. I'm just saying it's a it's an interesting conversation. So you uh, all can call in 833-288-0973, and while you're doing that, we are going to check your traffic report. Hey, everybody. Matt Scraby here with you. I went to break way too late last uh, segment, so hopefully Adam's not listening, our boss. Listen to Sam Levitt's podcast, Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam will cover everything going on with the Padres. Find it at 97.3thefansd.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, final episode of 12 Games in October has been released you can uh, go and listen to that one. It's episode 12, game five of the NLCS. The season last year was over for the Padres. Uh, so you can go and listen to that if you go to the Odyssey app or 97.3thefansd.com or you just search 12 games in October in your podcast app. It's a it's a, a podcast that I put together telling the story of the Padres 2022 postseason. Uh, when I came up with this idea i thought this whole thing would have been a nice podcast to get everyone excited about the 2023 postseason but it's not working out that way but it's still up there for you to listen to so go please and go please listen to it download it give me some reviews on apple Podcasts, all that good stuff also make sure you listen to the odyssey app you subscribe to gwen and chris we got a lot of phone calls in the break, so I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's go to our longest holding caller, which will be Danny and Escondido. Danny, you are on. Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. How are you? Hey, it's Gravy. I'm doing good. You know, uh, like a lot of Padres fans, uh, feeling a lot of emotions. Uh, and, you know, I kind of want to talk about, like, as we talk about the future of the team and next year, you know, obviously the biggest emotion is disappointment, but... I do want to mention, like, as a Padres fan, seeing the unbridled optimism at the beginning of the year, there's an element of how glad I am that this team at least tried, right? Like, all you can do is try to put the best team out there that you can, and we have a team that's spending money on our team. I don't pay those contracts, so I don't care what they make. So as we look to the future, I want them to keep trying. As long as this team keeps trying to put the best team together – my one bit of advice is maybe don't get any more infielders because I feel like we have enough, and I feel like every time we get one, it does 
mess with the chemistry a little bit. But what makes you think? That, no, I'm just, just kidding. You know, like, I'm looking for this team to keep trying, keep tinkering, because if they if they just get complacent, that's when I will be angry. I'm not angry about this team yet, but just disappointed. All right, Danny, that's an interesting phone call. Um, I like that because it is something that you see around baseball where teams just aren't spending money on their players. You see it with the A's. That's an easy one to go to. The A's right there. They're not spending any money. And, you know, maybe, what, 10 years ago, the Padres weren't spending any money either. Um, Maybe a little bit longer than that ago. And so I I like what you're saying, Danny, that it's – you know, it's disappointing, but at the same time, they put themselves in a place where they could have a deep postseason run. I know that's what we thought before the year. It's not going to happen, but uh, they are trying, and they are—they aren't just using smoke and mirrors to try and um, get the big, big contracts into the Padres organization. They're definitely going out there and they are trying to sign players that are going to help this team immediately, which is part of it's part of what the Padres are going through is that they, their window is right now. And if they're not going to take advantage of their window, then why are they going to continue building this team for right now instead of building it for the future? So I I think that the Padres are going directly into uh, their window, or uh, let me let me start that over. I think that the Padres needed players that can play every single day and are already major league ready, so that they're not relying on someone that you have no idea what they're going to give you throughout a full season. And I know that the numbers have been up and down for Xander Bogarts, Manny Machado, Fernando, Juan Soto, Hassan Kim's numbers are way up, but I do think. Even though the contracts are a little confusing at times, they are signing guys that are ready to win right now. So maybe that was some of their thought process coming into the season. But, Danny, good phone call. Uh, I appreciate your outlook on things. And I know that uh, I had a caller telling me I had rose-colored glasses on, and that wasn't Peter actually calling me or saying I have rose-colored glasses on. But this is just how... Personally, I, I, I root for sports. I'm not going to get too down. Uh, it's just sports, and I know that it's more than that to a lot of people, and it pays my bills. So I do love sports, but in the end, life is going to go on, and so that's kind of how I view things. So if you think that I'm being too positive, that's where I'm coming from. I mean, everybody knows my past, or not everyone, but some people know my past of being a recovering alcoholic. There were There were dark days for me. Years and years ago, there were very dark days. And so I made a choice to be more positive in my life. And I'm not trying to lecture anyone on this, but I just wanted to say that's where I'm coming from. But uh, we ha- we do have a-, a caller. Cash, you're on. You have some criticisms of the team, so I'm-, I'm willing to hear them and talk about them. What's up? Criticisms is based on contracts. I believe the contracts were done inappropriately for the duration of time. When you have a player that's going to be 30 years old and they still have a contract for how many years, how can you advance? And at some juncture, you can't go back and revamp long-term contracts. No, you so can't. The mistakes, they've made, the mistakes that they have made continue to be being made. Um, I, I, I've never been a fan of certain players, and I, I'll be specific. Uh, Machado, I, I think he's an arrogant person. Um, with his, I am effing Manny Machado. And at this juncture, when he's playing as poorly as his, 
everyone kisses his tail and says, oh, he's got a knee injury. He's got a pimple on his butt. You know what? You signed a contract for that much. Don't make excuses for a guy. Either play him or get rid of him. So I appreciate the, the your, your format and what's going on, but I think sometimes people just don't realize that, you know, the administration or the the, 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 the headliners who own this team have made many, many mistakes, and it's going to continue. Well, the I'll, pu- him should- I'll push ahead. back real quick, Cash, on the, on the contracts. The contracts, the long-term contracts, I, I'm personally not a fan of long-term contracts because you never know what someone's going to give you 10 years into a contract. I'm not, I'm not someone who wants that. But that was the trend in baseball. And so if you're not going to give these guys the long-term contracts, then you're not going to sign them because that's what they want. So what can be done to compete if you're not going to give guys long-term contracts? Well, again, look at the Dodgers. Look at some of the players who have been out there who have signed short-term contracts that are still producing. We have a bunch of guys that we have a great team on paper. But paper doesn't win a pennant. That's really what it boils down to. So I think at some juncture, you should have to be able to get rid of some of these guys, move them, bench them, or do whatever. But I, I, I've seen it time and time again. I'm, I'm, I'm an older guy, born and raised in Chicago. I watched the Cubs flounder for how many years, and then they finally won. So there, there comes a point where you just have to say, what's important? What are we paying? And the guys who aren't producing, you need to get rid of. And and you talk about Hassan Kim. I think he's one of the greatest ball players I've ever seen. But he doesn't get the recognition because he's not a Machado. I think Soto's playing well. I think Bogart is a phenomenal ball player. These are guys I would keep. There's, like I said, Machado, I would get rid of him. I honestly would. But that's me. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, I hear the talk, but I don't see the walk. So at some point, where are we going to change this to make it work? And I, I know fans have favorites. Tatis, look at the deal you signed with him. They got a bargain on him, and he's young. So by the time his contract's over, what's the difference? It's not going to matter. I agree with that, yeah. They gave him, I think, 13 years when he was younger. So appreciate the phone call, Cash. Um, well thought out. And the Manny Machado, I know that there are uh, Padres fans split on Manny Machado. I'm not going to talk about you know, him being arrogant or whatever, because I don't actually know him. But I will talk about this season, and this season has not been Manny Machado's best. And I remember we went down to – Tony, Chris, and I went down to the dugout to interview Manny last year, right before the All-Star break, and the Padres were kind of floundering a little bit. And we asked Manny, you know, why should Padres fans hang around? And he said, you don't want to be – he basically said, is like, you don't want to be left off that train. And – I understand that that's kind of a it's not a good answer because it's not like a, an answer that's giving you any insight into what they're going to do to keep to win. But last year, the Padres did end up making the playoffs and they went to the NLCS. So he was right there. Uh, I think that this year in the contract itself, I think it's 11 or 12 years. I, numbers always float around my head and I forget the exact number, but it's 11 or 12 years. It's over $300 million. And I was talking about when I came in here at 6 p.m., I, I think that if Manny doesn't sign this contract before the year, this year is just dominated by will Manny return talk. 
Is Manny going to opt into his contract? Is he going to opt out? Is he going to be a Padre? And I think that would have been far more distracting than than anything. And if you pile that on with the distraction of Manny's contract and his status with the Padres on top of this season, it would have been 10 times worse. Um, I don't have an issue with them offering Manny Machado a contract because of the way that he had played the year before and he was in MVP talks and we all kind of thought that Manny was going to have an MVP year this season. So I understand why people don't want some of these guys on the team, but Manny Machado this year, he has not shown me that he's an 11 year, $330 million guy, but other years he has shown me that. Last year he has shown me that. And really the jury for me will be out next year. How does he follow up a year like this? Does he follow up next year with a career year? Or does he do more of the same? And next year is going to tell me a lot about a lot of these guys who signed the big contracts. I feel like, and I don't know why, I don't know Xander Bogarts, but every time I've been in the clubhouse, he's very he seems like a he seems like a very um no nonsense guy. So I fully expect him to come next year and be way better than he was this year. Uh, I I would expect that for Manny too, but I just don't know. And we're all going to have to watch and see what happens next year with their, with their performances. Uh, Cause if they follow up this year with uh, next year and it's gotta, it's gotta all be torn down and rebuilt and something's gotta happen. But then you have all those contracts and, and we could just spend hours talking about some of the things that they would have to do, but we're not there yet. And cash, I appreciate you calling in and giving me your opinion because it did lead to some good conversation. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 